The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! Okay. Rockin' the house. Pomona? Kelly. This was my brother Mart on stage last night. The characters. Welcome to Outlaw Radio. Live with the light of the blown, smoking, drinking, interrupted. You ever start singing on this thing? Oh. There he is. Blinded by the what? Moon. The moon? Really? It happens sometimes. <laughs> there he is. Blind melon. No. Motor no. motorcycle. Motorcycle. On stage last night and packed uh, house. No. Lori was there. Lori Downey Jr., our producer. Mark C.G. Boyer. Yes. Was in the house. And yours truly. And over 50 years of uh, knowing my brother, Mart, that's the first concert of his I've ever attended. I thought about that today. First time I've ever seen him (laughs) on stage live. You've seen me on YouTube and stuff, but never been there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He was really good. Thank you, man. It's like, son of a... Who knew? Who knew? He's like a he's, he's like a professional. He's a great hired gun. He was good, and and that's what he is for this band. He's a hired front man. Yeah, it's like man, throwing that mic stand around, yeah. acting all rock starry, and you know, hey, this son of a bitch and mic stand. I can't believe I have to perform under these sort of. Uh, I was gonna do the bitchy rock star singer uh, thing a little bit, but no, I appreciate you guys supporting, coming. It's fun. Yeah, next time, let it not be on a Friday when we're out drinking all night because, man, I feel like hammered Bandini today. (laughs) And poor Mark C.G. Boyer. Mark mentioned as we left the venue, he said, uh, you know, um, uh, are are we going to find some food? (laughs) (laughs) And, and And so at first blush, I'm thinking that's a good idea. And I said, well, he's, he said, well, you know, another one of our party wants to eat, too. So I was thinking it was Mart. Yeah. Yeah, but then, but then Mart said, yeah, but then you said, after your, your uh, 30-minute set on stage, you said, <laughs> I need a stiff drink. Yeah. So that changed my plans. Can we eat and drink? No. <laughs> no, it's either one or the other. So we went back to the dive bar that we spent a uh, little time in before the performance. That was a trap. I think we retraced our steps at yeah. every oh. bar going back. And then from there, my plan was to, well... To go to another dive bar. Yeah, but I didn't tell anyone this. This plan was to go to the pantry downtown. Uh, see? And then I thought about that the encephalitis cool. and all the oh, things yeah. we'll contract in downtown L.A. It, it could be our last night. And then, of course, it turns out Lori Downey Jr. 
Went two days without eating. Yeah. And uh, man, is that's not good. And then she gets really nasty, and then oh. I get nasty back, and then it's, oh, it's all oh, hell breaks loose. And Mark C.G. Boyer's just thinking, oh, God, how do I get out of here? Oh, wait, I'm driving. <laughs> Let's find the quickest route home. <laughs> yeah. Poor Mark. I really feel for Mark. <laughs> Poor guy. Mark turned into Billy Dilly going, he counted every exit sign. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh please God. get us home. 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Only a half hour. Yeah, but man, I'll tell you what, kick-ass uh, performance. Thank you, man. It's, I, never, it's yeah. never too late. I, well, look, <laughs> no, I, I, to be honest with you, I never thought that I would be back on stage. I've done Don't be honest, studio man. stuff, I've done that kind of stuff, and yeah. I still like singing. Uh, I was nervous, but, but it, it kind of came back to me, man. It's a uh, feeling that you never lose when yeah. you, once you're up there. Yeah, where where was the spandex though? I'm no not, spandex. I don't wear that anymore. No, <laughs> <laughs> no more of that crap. Yeah, but our next show is going to be good for a children's hospital benefit, and yeah. and this thing is already like almost sold out. Well, cool. Well, I hope you have a better mic stand. Uh, Anything for Children's uh, Hospital, man, I'm in. And then we do the Whiskey You Go-Go on New Year's Eve with LA Guns. Yeah, by the way, uh, little old Magic Matt, a.k.a. Matthew Allen, a.k.a. MRCigar.com. The man with so many monikers, that way I get more votes for Homecoming Queen. The only reason I'm here today is because the bass player for Glass Tiger was busy. Uh, uh, Glass Tiger. Yeah. yeah they had one, one hit yeah. in the 80s. Um, I believe I found the luckiest man in showbiz, and I'll get to him in just a moment. Um, but on the internet-only portion of this, not to be confused with our uh, wonderful terrestrial radio stations that play Outlaw Radio, um, it's a couple weeks past Halloween. But for those of you listening the other way, Halloween could have just happened. And with that in mind, I forgot to mention that I popped over to my grandma's house and you got to hand it to her. 96 years old. She had all the Halloween de- decorations up, cobwebs, insects in the windows, and a skeleton on the couch. She always makes a huge effort every year. But there was no answer at the door. No answer. I, I did see through the window. Uh, but I'll pop back next year. Uh, yeah, I, I'm hurting today. No, I hope you didn't write that. I that's am, what I was saying. I was thinking, I hope you hijacked that for I somebody. I am hurting today. <laughs> I hope that's not you. You deserve that. And I thought the skeleton was your grandfather. I will uh, tell you that uh, Lori Downey Jr., um, <laughs> she uh, she felt like she'd seen a, a new caring, considerate side to me after I spent the day making treats for the Halloween callers. I, I certainly hope they appreciated my homemade toffee onions. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't. Must we? P.S. I visited a real graveyard this Halloween. I logged back into Google Plus. <laughs> I logged. Uh, I I went to MySpace. Yes, my good sir. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! How what, much did you drink last in night? Cl- lots. <laughs> well, Mark Mark bought me a double Jack on the rocks what? at what? the venue. That was the first Whoa. one. Oh, we, we were great there. No, no, I, no. I, that one did me in. That's oh. a lot of Jack. I love this, too. I go back to the bartender before I went on stage, and I go, uh, can I get a... Uh, I just want a Corona with lime and a water. And I go, I, I don't know if it matters, but I'm singing to the next band. He goes, talk to the promoter about that. I'm like, done <laughs> here, man. I'm just paying for it. That had to be 10 bucks. <laughs> you know, I, don't, I don't know what it was. Yeah. I think it's a real shame that today's young people don't even know why we celebrate Halloween. None of us would be here today if Jesus hadn't slain that giant pumpkin. Oh. Missed it by that much. Yeah. Yeah. Hope we're done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Stick a fork in us. (laughs)
Um, can I go home now? I believe uh, I believe I found the luckiest man in showbiz. Yes, luckier than Joy Behar, and do I dare say, Seacr- luckier even uh, than Ryan Seacrest. Get ready, Lori. I'm not with sure. Eight fifty-one with number eight fifty-one. Uh, this, my friends, a man that has a his own television show. I think it's MSNBC. I think it sounds about right. The luckiest dude on the planet. President Trump said that because of the killing of al-Baghdadi, that the world is a better place. And I would give credit to he and those that were responsible for it. I would give credit to he. he. Well, she either sounds like a Bill Cosby when he was way younger or no. just a drunk black dude. I no, don't no, know this, this is, is. This is the most inarticulate, race baiting piece of crap oh. on the planet. And he has a daily television show, and you know he's probably making at least 500000 to a million dollars a year. They, they, by the way, if you ever consider life and the fairness, it ain't fair. No. So don't kid yourself. No. But we have a lot of work. That must still be done in the area of terrorism, in the same area of the world where Al Baghdadi was, <laughs> and in our own nation. This is not a bit. No. Where a year ago no. today, <laughs> no. we saw in Pittsburgh at the Tree of Life Synagogue 11 people killed by a domestic terrorist. We see the threat of domestic terrorism, hate groups. Even FBI Director Chris uh, Ray said that white supremacy is a major part of that in this country. Pause. What? It's not. No. It's nothing. It's a sm- the most infinitesimal fraction of little idiots Do you see skin- who are white supremacists. Yeah. No. You don't see no, skinheads it's, it's walking a, around all over. It's a nothing burger. It's meaningless. Yeah. But idiots like this Al Sharpton, boy, they got to jump on board, don't they? We must be committed to fighting terrorism all over the world. But we cannot duck the rise of hate groups and terrorism at home. And remembering this one year ago today, what happened in Pittsburgh at Tree of Life, ought to make us all say yes, give credit for what happened with the leader of ISIS. Pause. But I'm sure it's an El Baghdadi right there, but he. he oh, he skipped of, it, man. Oh, yeah. It's I like, gotta I, try that one. Again. I am not three times, and I'm a dead man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I give up. Let's not forget the sobering memory of 11 lives lost and many others that were lost to those domestic terrorists that are bent on hate and are bent on white supremacy and anti Semitism and racism and homophobia. We've got to fight terrorism, hate, and people taking people's lives on all fronts. Here's a TV show. And yes, give credit when we win. But don't think the battle is over because we fought one fight. There we you, must continue. Yeah, yeah you and must. And we must be operating with a sense of urgency. <laughs> there he is. That does it for me. Oh, good. No, that, Thank that, you for does. watching. That did it for you years ago, but somehow this guy... <laughs> Finds new life, man. He's like the phoenix. And what what do you call that guy? What do you call that terrorist? Baghdad Badagi. It's right there, Laura. Oh, Baghdad Daddy. What? I'm not. But I'm not asking you. 
Yeah, you did. No, yeah, you did. I'm asking her to hit the button. Oh. Oh, man, well-oiled machine. <laughs> wow. I even missed that today. Jeez. <laughs> President Trump said that no. because... Of no. Oh. Edit? <sighs> Come on. No, there'll be no edit here. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> El Baghdadi. Baghdadi. El Baghdadi. 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 Deb Dabney Coleman. El Baghdadi Coleman. I just can't believe this man has a daily television. Is it a daily show? Oh, man. What's the name of that terrorist? Come on, Al. You'll get it right this time. Al Baghdadi. Baghdadi. Al Baghdadi. 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 Oh, man. Whew. Luckiest man in showbiz, Al Jesus. Sharpton. Oh, yeah. This man even laughs at Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> it is a sickness. Katie Hill, I wonder if I have time for this. Uh, yeah, I probably do. Or maybe I don't. Nah. Uh, but Katie Hill, for those of you not living in California, uh, she was a Congress person. When are they going to start calling them persons or Congress? It or a Congress ish thing. Congress mm -hmm. members. Congress member. I uh, can't say that because that's sexist. Yeah, you can't. Katie, the victim uh, narrative alive and well, man. Um, how much time do I have here? Do I have eight minutes? Do you think? A little bit. Okay, let, let's get into this, Katie Hill. This is her last hurrah to Congress. I wasn't ready for my time here to come to an end so soon. We were. It's a reality I'm still grappling with, and I will be for a long time to come. I expected, or I at least hoped, to be here for as long as the voters of California's 25th District deemed me worthy of the honor of representing them. I thought I could make a difference here in making our community, our great country, and the world a better place for generations to come. Pause. You made a difference, though, right? Those were very telling pictures. Well, I never, I, I, every time I, I heard the one describe it, I never saw any of them. I, I wanted to see the one with her with the, the bong All right. and naked. Two words, Mark. Not hot. Yeah. Oh, the naked. Not hot. <laughs> Not even a little bit hot. I, like so many of my colleagues, ran for office because I believed that our political system was broken, controlled by the powerful and the wealthy, ignoring and failing the regular people that it's supposed to serve. I came here to give a voice to the unheard in Ugh. the halls of power. Pause. They lie through their teeth. Oh, that's all they do, man. Just a bunch of lies. She's got nothing left to do. Nothing left to do. I wanted to show young people, queer people, working people, imperfect people, that they belong here. Pause. Who's perfect? We're all imperfect, you big dummy. We're all imperfect. Because this is the people's house. I fell short of that, yeah. and I'm sorry. Yeah. To every young person who saw themselves and their dreams reflected in me. Pause. Uh, you should take your own life right now. Oh. No, no, I don't want you to, but anyone that looks at her and says, you know, that's what I want to be. That's a sick millennial. And by the way, get ready for more of these. 
pictures, nude pictures, because these millennials go nuts taking pictures of themselves oh, yeah. naked and in compromising positions. Because mm-hmm. it's easy to do. Oh, and they, no. but they're doing it, man. They're do, yeah. The sexual stuff they're doing these days. See, Cortez, I wouldn't mind seeing. We're jealous. Cortez, how dare you, Mark? How dare you? How dare you? Katie. Sorry. To those who felt like I gave them hope in one of the darkest times in our nation's history. Pause. Shut up. The darkest times, our economy is kicking ass. Black unemployment is is, is the lowest in the history of the United States of America. Prior to slavery. Man, Mark C.G. Boyer. Are you a Democrat? Yeah. What are you? Are you a Democrat? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are you saying over there, Mark C.G. Boyer? I'm sorry. To my family, my friends, my staff, my colleagues, my mentors, to everyone who has supported and believed in me. Pause. Especially the mentors and little sex clips. That I look up to, and some of the positions, man, it's it's pretty mind-boggling. Sorry. To the thousands of people who spent hours knocking doors in the hot summer sun, who made countless phone calls, who sacrificed more than I could ever know to give everything they could in every possible way so that I could be here, I am so... So sorry. Pause. Just go away, dude. No, 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 but Katie Hill, we're coming to the, uh, she sort of takes it all back because the blame, it's not her fault. I heard this part. Get ready. And to every little girl who looked up to me, I hope that one day you can forgive me. The mistakes I made and the people I've hurt that led to this moment will haunt me for the rest of my life, and I have to come to terms with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Ever since those images first came out, I've barely left my bed. I've ignored all Pause. the calls. Well, that's, that's telling, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Well, Katie. And now, well, hold on. I got Randy, are we, Katie? <laughs> and then she goes, hold on a minute. I got to take this call. It's Ron Jeremy. Hey, Katie. Uh, what are you doing? You'll always have a career with me at dinner at the Rainbow on Sunset. <laughs> in the text. I went to the darkest places that a mind can go. And I've shed more tears than I thought were possible. Liar. I've hidden from the world because I'm terrified of facing the people that I let down. Pause. Which is much like a millennial, not facing their fears, not facing reality. Good going, Katie Hill. But I made it through because the people who love me most dragged me back into the light and reminded me that I was stronger than that. To those of you who were by my side in my worst moments, you know who you are. Uh I love you, I'm so grateful, and I will never forget. Here we go. And I'm here today because so many of the people I let down, Mm -hmm. people close to me, supporters, colleagues, people I've never even met, told me to stand back up, and that despite all of my faults, they still believed in me, and they were still counting on me. Pause. Katie, you're a piece of crap. You know, I think we would appreciate your honesty if you just come out with it and say, listen, folks. I, Katie Hill, am a piece of crap. Well, it's not just the photos either. It's oh, not. Of course. All, because it's a big deal, whatever, but, and her three, threesomes or whatever the hell that was. It's, but, it's, you know, we, we could almost forgive her if she were hot. I realized <laughs> that hiding away and disappearing would be the one unforgivable sin. <coughs> I will never shirk my responsibility for this sudden ending to my time here. But I have to say more because this is bigger than me. Does anybody care? I am leaving now because of a double standard. Here we go. 
I'm leaving because I no longer want to be used as a bargaining chip. There we go. I'm leaving because I didn't want to be peddled by papers and blogs and websites. No, you didn't do anything used wrong. Used by shameless operatives right. for the dirtiest gutter politics that I've ever seen. You betcha. And the right-wing media to drive clicks and expand their audience by distributing intimate photos of me Ick. taken without my knowledge, let alone my consent. Pause. For the what? She had a bong in her hand and she was naked yeah. in one of them, dude. You didn't know that. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Sexual entertainment of millions. I'm leaving because of a misogynistic culture oh. that gleefully consumed my naked pictures, go. capitalized on my sexuality, and enabled my abusive ex to continue that abuse, this time with the entire country watching. Not your fault, is it, Katie? I am leaving because of the thousands of vile, threatening emails, calls, and texts that made me fear for my life and the lives of the people that I care about. B.S. Today is the first time I've left my apartment since the photos, bah. taken without my consent, were released, and I'm scared. Pause. She didn't leave her apartment because she doesn't, didn't want to face questions right. from reporters. That's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. If their lips are moving, they're lying. I'm leaving because for the sake of my community, my staff, my family, and myself... I can't allow this to continue. Yeah, okay. Because I've been told that people were angry when I stood strong after the first article was posted and that they had hundreds more photos and text messages that they would release bit by bit. Pause. So hundreds of photos she wasn't aware that were taken no. of her, right? Without Hun her consent. She had no Without idea. Without her consent, uh, hundreds of them. Until they broke me down to nothing. Well, they used my faults and my past to distract from the things that matter most. Pause. No, these are the facts, ma'am. This isn't a distraction. These are the facts. You committed these stupid errors, and now you're paying for it. That's the way life works, hopefully, except in politics much of the time. I'm leaving because there is only one investigation that deserves the attention of this country. Oh, really? And that's the one that we voted on today. Is that right? Today, I ask you all to stand with me and commit to creating a future where this no longer happens to women and girls. Pause. How, how did this? What? How did this get twisted around? Because of her being the victim. Here. Because what? she's a victim. The hell, man. And she's a millennial. I mean, that was such a turnaround. It was like, what just <laughs> happened? You, well done, though. Listen, have you met a millennial that ain't a victim? <sighs> yes, I'm stepping down. Mm -hmm. But I refuse to let this experience scare off other women who dare to what? take risks. Who dare to step Pause. into this? What do, say, you, what do you have to do with it? Wait, you refuse to let this scare off other women? Right. What are you going to do? Huh. Man, we're dealing with idiots. Light. Who dare to be powerful. It might feel like they won in the short term, but they can't in the long term. We cannot let them. The way to overcome this setback is for women to keep showing up. To keep running for office. What? To keep stepping up Pause. as leaders. To not take nude pictures of themselves. Right. That's easy. Yeah. Because the more we show up, the less power they have. Pause. They? Who are they? You mean white males? Is that what you're saying, Katie? Because white males, bad. Bad. I'm leaving, but we have men who have been credibly accused of intentional acts of sexual violence and remain in boardrooms, on the Supreme Court, in this very body, and worst of all, in the Oval Office. Pause. I think that's all I can take. Yeah. Because... The, the blasphemous lies out of that mouth of hers. And by the way, if you're standing there speaking in front of Congress, see, you can say anything. You can't be sued. Well, what she, That's what, the way it works. What she did to me was she started off being apologetic a little of bit. Of course. Robot, but she, she, now, now she's using this for a platform um, for, for her platitudes. 
That's what she's doing for her platypus. Mm. And we'll be this after back on the Big Dog of Broadcasting from my backyard, Outlaw Radio. Drinking, smoking, interrupting. Outlaw Radio.